0: hello one and all to the nerd one podcast i'm your host vincent and today i'm joined by adam adam how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great vince how are you doing today
0: i'm doing great so tonight we're here to talk to you about the mandalorian show as you all know it's created by disney shooting on disney plus so adam you've seen the whole eight episodes What'd yes. you think
1: I, you know what i loved it i loved it very very much it i think yeah. it's a part of the star wars universe that like no one really talks about and it's something that i think really opened people's eyes to other parts of the star wars lore
0: so what in one thing what stood out to you like the biggest thing that stood out to you in the whole well,
1: series <laughs> well besides baby yoda of course uh, like, i love
0: love baby yoda
1: i think baby yoda made more fans uh, star wars fans this year than it has in a really long time. Because there's people that in my household that don't even... That, that, that doesn't even know anything about Star Wars. They walk by the TV and they're like, wait a minute, what's that cute little green thing? And then <laughs> and then they started watching it. Yeah. So it was pretty cool.
0: I love Baby Yoda. So she... Well, let's do this. We will be spoiling uh, parts of the Mandalorian. Maybe all of it. So this is your one warning... Uh, Spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Beyond that, (laughs) I love how he's already in tune with the Force.
1: Yes. It does make him pretty weak, though.
0: It does. It's like one of those... It's a muscle he hasn't really stretched out yet. So every time he uses it, it just exhausts him.
1: Yeah, and I love how like uh, they really tease you throughout the show. Whenever he raises his little hand, you don't know if he's just waving or reaching for something, or if he's gonna like do something. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, use it, use it, use the force. Well, like the, the best
0: part was like when they're on the way back to kind of, you know, maybe not hand baby Yoda over, but kind of trick, you know, the Empire thing they're getting getting, getting him over. I think it was episode seven or yeah. so, where he force choked uh, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian's friend.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: That was just like, uh, oh, crap kind of moment.
1: Oh, definitely. You know what I was going to talk about? I really wanted to mention in episode eight, you know what they need to do more of? And I think like it's so great that they finally touched on this is that the conversations between like the stormtroopers, like it could be so much comedy relief there or like so much comedy like, between, like, the two stormtroopers, because yeah. it's so funny, like, the conversations that they would have at a post, you know? Like... Well,
0: I love how they were, like, shooting, what was it, a can, and <laughs> yeah. they just couldn't, they couldn't hit it and save their lives.
1: <laughs> and they're, like, like punching the bag, like, whenever Baby Yoda would try to come out, they would, oh, like, man. punch the bag, and everyone, everyone in the audience is, like, cringing, like, ooh, you just hit that bag really hard.
0: I think everyone's praying that they would die,
1: for yeah. punching maybe Yoda, oh definitely, was... especially that last punch,
0: yeah that was that was brutal <laughs> i I kind of wanted like maybe Yoda to all of a sudden just like force choke one of them, yeah, <laughs> and they're like they're just kind of going around like what 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 happened? what's going on? <laughs> and you see like the little hands pop out, like, oh, he's doing it,
1: yeah, that's I think that's one of the. I think it's so great, like, how they reveal things, too. Like, I really loved the, and I don't mean to spoil, of course, you know, like, if you've seen this show and you're already through it, you know, like, um, that little nurse droid is, like, taking care of Din Djarin, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how you yeah. say it? And, yeah. he, and, you know, in the Mandalorian code is that no living thing's allowed to see his helmet off. And I thought that was great how they reveal that, like, you know, because the nurse droid is not a living thing. So they kind of show the audience what he looks like without yeah. him giving up his code. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool.
0: Uh, kind of a, one big shocking, shocking thing to me was in the same episode eight, when they went back to the coven of the Mandorians and they found just all the armor just piled up.
1: Oh, yeah, that was tough.
0: Yeah, just a thought of, like, oh, crap, what happened to them? Like, were they raided or what, what happened? And they explain, yeah, once they kind of revealed themselves back in Episode 3, that the Empire just came down and just took them to town.
1: Yeah, and it was, it was actually pretty sad, too, because you think of, like, it almost reminded me of, if anyone's familiar with um, The Last Airbender, when he goes to visit the the last airbender, like uh, the monk's uh, area, you know, where he's trying to track down his relatives and stuff, and they find mm-hmm. all the, like, the skeletons and stuff, like the dead yeah. airbenders, it kind of felt that same pain, like, oh my gosh, like, I was tough. It's funny,
0: it kind of reminded me of um, the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, when they finally enter Moria, and they just see all these, like, goblin and dwarf skeletons just like on the ground and feeling just screams in agony and seeing all his relatives and his kind just like slaughtered
1: yeah it's crazy how like these shows know how to get you yeah. you know with those types of like tragedies it's pretty um, crazy
0: well one thing i loved as well is that there's there was a bunch of hidden cameos in this series as well um, especially on the episode where they go and raid the New Republic's um, was it prisoner transport? Interesting. The so basically when they get on there, and when the whole like you know by crew gets to the control panel, and there's that one lone um, New Republic soldier.
1: Yeah,
0: that was actually the same guy who did the voice for Anakin in the Clone Wars.
1: Wow, I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Um also one of the X Wing Pilots was the um director of the Cold Wars. I, and everyone who's listening right now may be screaming at me his name. I can't remember But he basically has like this kind of grizzly beard. He was one of the the X Wing pilots.
1: Oh man, I wish I knew I wish I knew the name of him too. It's he, like totally drawing a blank.
0: And I'm gonna Piss off another fandom right now, because the tw- the Twi'lek, the female Twilik, yeah. uh, that was helping break out her brother. She was one of the wizards from Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> she was she was one whose hair would change color with her mood.
1: Whoa,
0: <laughs> yeah. See, that's so. Cool. If there's any Harry Potter fans listening, I apologize. I just can- my brain is not functional right now for some reason. need more caffeine or something or more alcohol (laughs) Um, but yeah it was just I don't also in this whole series I just felt like it was a good progression of kind of living like the life with the Mandalorian as he kind of went from planet to planet seeing what life was like after the Empire but knowing there's still remnants out there
1: right Right, Especially, definitely. like,
0: like in the first episode, you're introduced to this, like, you know, cell of stormtroopers, and they, look beaten, and they're dusty, or they're dirty, like, kind of, they're hoping on for any that's left over, and you just kind of, I don't even say we feel sorry for them, but you're just, I don't
1: know, I root for them. And this is supposed to take, this is supposed to take place after the return of the Jedi, correct?
0: Oh
1: uh, yeah five years oh wow it, you know you know what's funny about this show is it gave me a real john wick vibe when um uh the mandalorian went against his uh i guess his assignment and yeah. decided to keep you know the the asset alive and mm-hmm. uh, the baby yoda alive and and you know kind of shoot the clone and then kinda of get through and then he I felt I got this all this huge John Wick vibe, like everyone had a price on his head and he had her like escape with with Baby Yoda. And I thought it yeah. was the coolest thing because I thought like, oh my gosh, it's him him and Baby Yoda against the world. Almost like John yeah. Wick and his dog and I don't know. It's crazy.
0: No. Oh, I loved it and it was I think it was episode two where after he gets, you know, the child and takes back to the ship to see the um, Jawas actually, you know, taking a ship apart. <laughs> and how he literally just catches up to the, you know, the Jawas ship, tries to board it, and gets his ass headed to him.
1: Oh my god, that was great.
0: Oh, uh, it was so awesome. Because, I mean, it's a Mandalorian. He's supposed to like, be like the most badass, you know, fighter in the galaxy. And he's getting taken down by just this family of Jawas.
1: I know, and those guys are just ruthless. Like the it's like even though he can like zap a couple of them, they just keep coming like this giant clan of you don't know how many are in there. Yeah and it's just crazy.
0: And also, um what was it? Episode seven, basically when they get pinned down in the bar, um the the grandma comes out. Did he look did he look familiar to you?
1: Yeah, of course. Of course he looked familiar to me. He's yeah. Like, one of my favorite villains from another show series,
0: Breaking Bad, right?
1: Yeah, Breaking Bad, of yeah. course.
0: Um, it, like when I first saw him, I was like, "Could it be?" After the episode was over, I of course I had to Google it. It's like, "Oh, it is." Like, I guess it's been like ten years since Breaking Bad, so yeah, I guess
1: he's aged a little bit, and he's got the mustache now. Is it like Los Poyos Hermanos or what yeah, is it? something like that? No, I think that's actually what it was. Yeah, it was real. I was hoping there'd be an Easter egg in there somewhere, you know, from B- Breaking Bad. You know, like maybe just some kind of line he says or something. But um,
0: that would be so funny.
1: I know. I was kind of expect, like, kind of hoping he'd say something, but I knew it. it might not fit the context, but you know.
0: Yeah. And I, I love that the um end of episode eight after his TIE fighter's gone down, all of a sudden you see the dark saber bust out of there. He, you know, steps out with it in hand. It's like, oh, shit. How do you get that? <laughs> yeah. Because well, in, in Star Wars lore, the last time that uh, Saber was seen was in the Star Wars Rebels cartoon series. It was back in the hands of the Mandalorians.
1: That oh, I you... see. Because
0: the dark saber um, was actually... You know, from a force sensitive that was from Mandalore.
1: and it's like—is like, it that weapon that you're talking about that they were putting together?
0: Yep, uh, it was the you know the black blade um, sword.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I see what you're saying. Yep. you're talking about his his uh, saber. Yep.
0: yep. Oh yeah,
1: that I I thought that was pretty cool though that they had he had a black saber. I knew he was part of some dark side or something.
0: Yeah. It was. I saw that. I was like, man, like I need to know how he got that. It's like that would be its own series, comic book. I don't care. I need to know how he get that thing.
1: You know, a really funny thing that made that that conversation between the two stormtroopers really funny is that every <laughs> every time they would chime in on the radio, they'd say, "Oh, General Moffat just killed a guy for interrupting him," or he just killed somebody for. <laughs> for for taking too long or you know they kept yeah. on chiming in with that and I was like gosh like it's like hilarious because it's just an everyday thing you know like they're just mm-hmm. kept, took it as normal
0: yeah so, um, and now funny. I know I know for season two they haven't really given <laughs> much off yet but I guess now because of the man code the child's basically the child of the um you know of the mandalorian
1: right like a foundling
0: yeah which would be kind of cool because honestly i would have no problem doing like a time jump having a child as like a, a teenage you know mandalorian bounty hunter have his own armor and force abilities
1: yeah that would be actually pretty cool
0: i mean it'd pretty, be pretty badass but they're not gonna do that i mean it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's baby yoda
1: what, I was going to ask, though, because I needed a little more car- clarification, but like mm-hmm. that necklace that was around Baby Yoda's neck, what was that sigil? Uh,
0: basically, at the end of Episode 8? Yes. Uh, basically, he gave that to, um, I forget her name, and yes, people are probably still yelling at me. <laughs> he gave that um, to the to the lady that was in his group, um, the Shock Trooper. Saying that, go down to the sewers. Go down to the coven. Coven, give them this, and they'll know that you're friendly. Oh, I see. Before you know, IG Eleven took off his helmet (spoiler) and you know healed him with the back to spray. But um, she put the necklace around um, the the child's uh, neck, just to you know, just because. But um, the actual like logo is the Mandalorian logo.
1: Oh, okay. That's what I thought, and and I did have a little confusion on the sig- the the little sigil that was placed on uh, Mandalorian's armor. Like I couldn't tell if it was a horn or like a little big horn or.
0: No, it was it was um basically the head of the beast that they killed together. Um.
1: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. He uh, basically he was told that he earned it. You know, at the point. But I think I the think reason why it's so small is because he assisted in killing the beast while the child, you know, assisted as well. That
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I, I loved the series. I thought it was amazing. It ran well. I know I was talking to a few people and they are saying that it seemed slow to them, a little too violent to them. I think it fits very well, because it shows that Star Wars can be just, you know, the space opera that George Lucas meant it to be. It doesn't have to be technically family friendly, because there are parts of this series that are not family friendly. even though it is Disney,
1: yeah, even though the, no... even though the com- camera cut on the first episode when that guy got chopped by the door. In half, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they cut that just perfectly on time.
1: Perfectly on time. Like if I was yeah. sitting there, I want, I would want to see blood, but I was like thinking, oh, I got the kids with me on the couch watching it. It's probably yeah. better they did it that way.
0: Probably. <laughs> but.
1: Hi everyone, I hope you're enjoying the Nerd One and Dial Vicious Radio podcast. We'll be right back after this message.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm except for season two. Um, I think it may... I don't think they're actually going to define Yoda's race. Because, remember, at the end of episode eight, you know, Mandalorian was told either to you know, go find the child's you know, home planet or find his people and from there he'll be free of the asset. Yeah. But I got a feeling that A, they're not gonna find the home planet because no one knows who you know who it is. And B, I think it's gonna give them a kind of a segue into possibly poking their head into like the you know new Jedi Academy oh started. yeah i mean because i think according to the last jedi movie it was up running for like a decade before ben solo you know, decided to take it down so okay. i don't know because i know in the past um sebastian stan um you know bucky Barnes from the marvel universe yeah. Has, has expressed interest in playing a younger Luke Skywalker. Well, not younger, like in his 40s or so. And they've even joked about it before. I've seen interviews um, that Mark Hamill's done, and Sebastian Sands kind of jumped in on calling him dad and all that. It It's fun, you know, kind of funny humor, but it would work.
1: Yeah, because there there is a really big conspiracy theory out there about how that baby Yoda might be a clone of regular Yoda. And I don't know. And I heard that before. And when there's that that trailer for the new Star Wars movie where the laughing is General Palpatine or whatever, a lot of people thought maybe General Palpatine got cloned, but I don't think that's true. I think that got debunked. I'm not sure.
0: Um, well, have you seen the rise of Skywalker yet?
1: N- I that's the one thing that's on my top of my list right now.
0: Okay, then I will not spoil anything for you. <laughs> I will be silent. I will be silent on that one. I've seen it twice already.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well,
0: well as of recording this, I've seen it twice. I may have seen it a third or fourth time by now, but um, but yeah, because I know in Star Wars, I guess canon now, um. The child, the only other two of his species have been Yoda, and one called Yaddle, who was on the Jedi Council in Episode 1, Phantom Menace, but was not seen in Episode 2 or 3.
1: Interesting. So I'm wondering if someone went up and had a kid. Oh, that's possible. All yeah. I all I know is my kid's coming in the mail in April, because I already pre-ordered my baby Yoda on (laughs) disney.com and i'm waiting for my baby yoda to come in the mail but they said they're not going to ship them until april or something and i'm like so disappointed because i have my baby ewok here my little baby little animals my star wars animals here
0: that's awesome
1: (laughs) And, and i made sure i ordered mine so if it sells out i'm covered
0: so, right now. It's eleven on
1: hmm? it's eleven inches tall and it's plus. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's tall. <laughs>
0: well, so now, um on the I think it's on the Shop Disney application and of course at Disneyland and Disney World they have the um the spirit jerseys for the Mandalorian showing uh, baby Yoda in like a baby carrying pouch that you can wear for regular children on the back it it says the mandalorian
1: that's awesome
0: so depending on when i go to design next and they have my size uh i mean pick one up
1: yeah and tell me how much of that is and i'll cash app you (laughs) sounds good (laughs) because i definitely could use one of those
0: yeah especially right now i know at least where i'm at it's chilly here I mean, I know for other people in the country and around the world, I mean, it's walking 45 degrees down here in Orange County. <laughs> so I know I have family across the country and this is like springtime weather to them. But to me, it's a little chilly outside.
1: Yeah, it's raining down here. And so, no kidding. yeah, it's actually raining a little bit over here. I'm actually located out here in the desert down by Coach in the Coachella Valley. Ah, the good old Coachella Valley. We have the good old Coachella Valley Music Festival. Yep, and Stagecoach. Stagecoach and Palm Springs Comic Con. Yep,
0: may it rest in peace. May it
1: rest in peace.
0: Honestly, I think if they bring it back next year, and we're still on this, we may have to do a podcast from there.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Yep. Maybe get a group of guys, of guys together. We'll do like one big podcast together.
1: Yeah. Kind of fun. Join forces. Oh, yeah. Definitely join forces. Mm-hmm. But the one
0: thing, I, another thing I want to kind of point out on this is that, I mean, I'm not sure how long they'll want to run with like the, you know, Baby Yoda and Mandorin kind of team of combo. Yeah. So, I kind of have a feeling they may opt out Baby Yoda after he's run out of cuteness, and not not kill him, but um, I know still it still currently alive in Star Wars canon is Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoons. Yeah, and I know that the person that voiced her in both of those cartoons has expressed interest in doing a live action version of her, which I'm. From the pictures I've seen of her, she can pull it off. She's got the face of Ahsoka. Yeah. So I think as long as they get the, the Twilek, you know, structure going, she can totally do it. And yeah, since
1: definitely. she's not
0: technically a Jedi anymore in the cartoon series, she's kind of more of a freelancer? Yeah, I would say that. Like more of a gray Jedi, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Where she doesn't really have, you know, align with the Jedi, but she's not a Sith. But she's not she's not evil, she just needs to do what needs to be done. She she gets shit done without any kind of code holding her to what shit needs to be do needs to happen. And yes, we can say shit on this podcast. <laughs> explicit.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. But until they come out with Star Wars bad words, yeah, I'm sure there's some in their language. I'm pretty sure there is. It's kind of like the Smurfs.
0: You can say Smurfing and it can mean anything i see but from there um that's all i really got on on this this series i know it's kind of a short little kind of rundown but
1: um adam any other thoughts on the on this uh, whole series no i just i really really enjoyed this series you know like disney you know i'm a huge disney fan so disney plus was already gonna be uh a must, you know, a positively 100%, I was going to sign up for it anyway, so uh, The Mandalorian was just a plus, an extra and I opened it up and it's my one of my favorite series on the streaming platform and I just hope that Season 2 um, continue. you know, Jon Favreau did such a great job, I really am excited because uh, I know Season 2 is going to bring some new things, I don't know where they're going to leave off, I don't know if they're going to age it and you, Baby Yoda is going to be a teenager when we see season one, episode two, you know, season two, episode one. I don't know what they're going to do, but I know I'm excited. And I know all the other Star Wars fans are excited. There's new fans out there now. So they've yeah. got a whole new following of Baby Yoda fans. So it's going to be huge. And I think it already is a huge, you know, huge thing for for the whole Star Wars universe and the fandom.
0: It is, and one one thing as well. I love how John Favreau brought in George Lucas, yeah, assist with this or for pointers and tips and all that. I, I mean, you bring in the original creator. I mean, the dude is still full of ideas. I'm kind of sad to say Disney did not take advantage of his knowledge. I really wish they would have brought George in on the new trilogy. I think he could add a little something extra special to it. But I mean, the trilogy's done. They did what they did, Um, but now he can kind of put his mark on the Mandalorian, and possibly other, you know, series as well.
1: Yeah, and and you know, a lot of these other stories, like Solo and and some of the other ones that were based on some of the other characters, like the side Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I know people were getting some type of Star Wars fatigue because there was new movies all the time, and people were just trying to follow everything, like Rogue One and all the different stories, but. I'm so glad they're yeah. doing it because it's kind of nice to be- intersect everything. And it's kind of a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's a lot of fun because the whole universe that, that was created by George Lucas was so genius. You know, it was. And, and it's okay to have millions of storylines going on at once. That's what makes it exciting for everyone. It, mm-hmm. So it's so it keeps awesome.
0: It keeps it fresh. Definitely. Yeah. But for me, the series, I mean, out of 10 stars, I get a 10 out
1: of 10. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: going gonna, gonna to watch it again.
1: I know. I actually want to watch it again just so anything I missed, like what you said, there was a lot of Easter eggs and little hidden cameos. I need to go back and watch it because, you know, I watch it with my family. And sometimes, you know, we have kids and they talk. You got to pause it. They talk during yeah. it. Uh, Scylla and I, you know, that's my fiance. We actually sit there and watch it together with our son he's really interested in it our daughter just became interested in it because of baby yoda and so we really love it you know and like it's kind of nice to bring us all together and watch something like that so it's awesome
0: it is and you know waiting for season two unfortunately unfortunately, it'd be fall of 2020 but it doesn't seem that bad because fall of 2020 is only what Ten months away.
1: We we've waited yeah. longer for Game of Thrones. True, very true. <laughs> you know, and and that's probably going to be one of our other podcasts, probably.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll, we can power through Game of Thrones on a podcast, and maybe a longer one.
1: Oh, I know, and we could.
0: I'm pretty sure we can pull it off.
1: Oh, for sure. I know we can.
0: Oh yeah, but what we'll do is we'll wrap this one up. um Any shout-outs you want to do, Adam? Anyone you want to call out?
1: Yeah, I want to give – Well, I obviously want to give a shout-out to you. Thank you for having me on this podcast. And and I want to give a shout-out to your wife, Vanessa, you know, and doggies. And also, of course, my family, Priscilla Gamboa, and my kitties, Anthony and Andrea. Of course, I want to give a shout-out to them as well and everyone else. I really hope everyone has a really nice New Year and everyone – gets those new year's resolutions going and hopefully everyone has a really safe and exciting new year and hopefully new blessings to come.
0: Yep. So well, that's it for us today. Uh, for now, I am Vincent and you're Adam. I'm Adam. Uh, you can work, you can always, uh, For myself, you can always find me here at anchor.fm4 slash nerd one. I'm on Twitter at nerd1, five, nerd is E R D. O N E number five or email nerd one podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Adam, where, where can they find you?
1: Hi, guys. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Dio Vicious. That's D I O V I C I O U S. Or you can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Dio Vicious underscore world underscore radio, or you can find me on anchor.fm forward slash Thank you guys for listening and have a great day.